Today, we're talking with Tess Figuera. Tess is a master strategy coach, strategic interventionist, and behavioral assessment coach. She helps executives, leaders, and other professionals restore the balance and harmony needed to fulfill their purposes. Hey, I'm Zachary Alexander, the host of the Subscription Maker Podcast. Welcome to today's conversation. Don't forget to subscribe and check out some of our other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. We all know what it's like to push through every obstacle and ignore the warning signs that something may not be working as well as it once did. The great pause has left many of us running on fumes and wondering if it will ever stop. We are just done with uncertainty. So we are talking with an expert who can help us find ways to the future. Tess, welcome to the Subscription Maker Podcast. Thanks for having me, Zachary. What does soul powered mean to you? So Zachary, have you ever surprised yourself like you did something completely different than what you planned or thought you'd do? And then let me ask your audience too, have you ever been told you are disconnected or in your head or overthinking a lot? So soul power is that place in you where you are in complete harmony with your body, your mind and spirit, and it's functioning as one rather than conflicted and fighting amongst each other. So soul power really means you're bringing your whole self to the table no parts left behind. That's what soul-powered coaching is, bringing all of yourself to the table and not feel like a fraud or subjugated or enough or that you have to fix yourself or continually improve yourself. That's what soul power is. Would you give us a couple of tips on how we can use soul-powered to combat the fear of uncertainty? Yeah, very good question and very much needed right now. Like you said, we're in a great pause right now. And uh, it's a very tumultuous world we are living in. And there is a verse, you are in this world, but not of it. Once you open up to the idea that you are more than your behavior, that you are more than your mind, you are more than your body, your culture, your job, your past, your trauma, uh, you can pull away from that world, right? So you start discovering what you are truly made of. So a couple of tips. Uh, one, practice quieting the mind. The mind can keep you in struggle and hard work and people pleasing and comparing yourself to others and self-loathing when you are functioning from fear. When you quiet the mind, um, Examples are journaling, meditation, being in nature. Uh, these things open you up to more dimensions of you, not just the mind. The mind is part of you, but not all of you, right? Your body, sometimes people are so obsessed with their body, but your body, your appearance is just a part of you, not the entirety of you. So when you get stuck in the mind, you get stuck period. And when you get stuck, that creates a lot of uncertainty, thinking there's only one solution. And when, when, when you cannot access that one solution, you panic. And that's just not the case. We are infinite being with access and means to create infinite possibilities. And one way to tune into the more of you is to quiet your mind. 
And now the second tip is to relax your nervous system. And one way to do that is first quiet the mind, like I said, you know, but also realize that when you are constantly under stress, under duress, under obligation to do what is right, constantly pressuring yourself to perform, then we tire ourselves out and so fast. And then we make decision based on stress and fear, right? It doesn't feel good. Your body is constantly tight. So you need to learn to relax. Otherwise you head to the ER or sometimes the manifestations is not physical. Um, it's depression, it's anxiety, it out, outbursts at home, affecting your relationships. It's anger uh, affecting how you lead your staff overeating, over drinking, drugs, over medicating. So yeah, quiet the mind and then relax your nervous system. So what kind of time frame are we looking at before we can expect to see changes? Oh, wow. Well, that really is, uh, depending on the person, how open they are to change. But my clients, they amaze me all the time. See, my clients are executives, professionals. You know, they're, they're the overdoers. They're the overachievers, right? So they're not afraid to take action. So that's the beauty of functioning from soul power. Uh, change can happen in a heartbeat. Circumstances are the same, but something clicks inside of you that allow you to get unstuck, to break free, to up-level and expand. Tess, what does the term executive coach mean to you? Yeah, executive coaching, um, business professionals, um, they call upon executive coaches for many reasons, but the main focus really is to develop leadership and management skills, you know, to improve performance, uh, meet or exceed uh, results, targeted results. And uh, executive coaches like myself are hired to correct behavioral problems that may inhibit or block the person from achieving their best self or even uh, resolve interpersonal conflicts and even improve communication skills. So Tess, I don't know if you know this, but on this podcast, we spent a lot of time talking about well-architected pivots over the last two years. Would you talk about what it was like to go from being account an accountant with 30 years of experience to being an executive coach? <laughs> Short answer, it was hell. <laughs> It was hell, you know, well, let me start by saying this. I thought I was going to die an accountant. And there's a part of me too that, you know, I, I'm still an accountant. I, I bring that accounting into my coaching. You know, it's still about reconciling. It's still about balancing the ledgers of life. It's balancing and integrating, putting back into wholeness, your physical dimension, your emotional, your mental and spiritual. Because if we are all, only uh functioning from one or two not all four integrated we feel discombobulated we feel like we're in conflict within each other we're fragmented we're all over the place and so our energy is not cohesive right so accounting oh my god when i left i was so torn apart i was I didn't, I didn't know how to put myself first. 
Let's put it that way. We are in a culture where putting yourself last, people pleasing is the norm. So for me to pursue the deeper calling of my soul was unheard of, was stupid, was irresponsible, was selfish. So I had to go through all those mental chatter and self-loathing, <laughs> uh, break through all of that because, well, like I said earlier, the, the result is going to the ER or deep depression and I was in a burnout and I didn't even know about it so the transition was not graceful at all I didn't know what was happening to me I didn't know that there was a bigger part of me that was calling to birth to be birthed into life so I got to pressure a little bit on this because I know some accountants and the accountants I know feel a lot more comfortable talking about what has been are talking mm -hmm. about things that, are, that that have already occurred versus exactly. what's possible and what's what what are planning for the future. So how did you change that mindset and get out of that? Because I know I mean, the accounts I know, they, they look at me cross eyed because I'm saying you know, when I start talking about, you know, the future and what's possible and the kinds of things I'm seeing that the tech, technological changes that are on the horizon. And they just they're like, no, don't even go there. So how did you mm -hmm. get past that? Yeah, reconciling my analytical brain and my creative brain. It was like going somewhere unknown and uncertain. It, it really was hell <laughs> because we were not you know the analytical and the overdoers and the people pleasers of the world they distort themselves right and that's the pattern i was in and i didn't even know that was my pattern so how did i open up to that it was the anguish it, I, I was constantly in suffering and i said enough of this I, I i deserve to be happy i deserve to know myself um and i even prayed to god you know just take me <laughs> i don't want to be here this is such a miserable place to be take me back i don't belong here so so the process of integrating my analytical and my creative self was something I was guided to, but it was also excruciating because I didn't know. Everywhere around me, I asked around, I'm depressed, I'm this and that. And, and you know, just just suck it in. Just, you know, the you talk about accountant. Yeah, we were prepared to do for worst case scenario. So when I realized, oh my God, that was my patterning, that was my training. That was my professional training to prepare for worst case scenario. Now it's up to me to prepare for best case scenario. It was a complete shift, complete reframe and complete transformation inside of me to embrace the best case scenario and not keep looking back in the past and com always, always uh, comparing myself to some other people, but not comparing myself to the best version of me. And that best version of me is unknown. And unless I step into it, I would never know. Okay, so in the same vein, 
who do you talk to when you want to make a big decision? Do you have like a kitchen cabinet of people who, you know, you invite them over for some wine and tea or, or, or do you have a, a personal <laughs> advisory board? I mean, that. who do you talk to? Yes and no. Okay. It really depends. You know, you know how the saying goes, you know, you are the product of the five people, right? You have to be very careful who that five people is, because if it's your immediate family, chances are, and this is my experience, maybe you are luckier than me. Chances are they will drag you down and will keep you the same, right? So be very careful and be very choosy who you uh, share your, your desire and deepest longing with, right? Because they will make you feel like you're crazy and stuff like that. So yes and no. Yes, I do have, but these are people that now I can trust and fully open to because they are in the same path. They are in the same path of opening up to what their higher self is uh, calling them to do. So yes. And yes, I trained myself to death. <laughs> I have NLP tools. I have, I have spiritual and practical tools. And, and that's why I'm into integration. That is my style of coaching is integrating all these parts of us. And it's not just, you know, spiritual, spiritual, spiritual. It's not just that, right? There's, there's also spiritual ego that we have to take account because that can also be, you know, so it's all about integration for me. So yes, yes to all of the above, but yes, choose who are you surrounding yourself with. Tess, tell us a little bit about soul power. Soul powered, uh, specifically the company. What do you mean? The company. Okay. Soul powered leaders, uh, my company was born out of awareness, out of frustration, out of anger, even. And also revelation that humanity has been duped and denied their true nature. So we've been programmed, indoctrinated to be less than who we really are, be less than our divine self. So that's what soul-powered leaders are. We are calling out more leaders to function from the level of soul because our current leaders have betrayed us, deeply betrayed us and duped us into blind obedience and conformity. And what does that do? It, it doesn't create safety. It doesn't create certainty. It only, you know, uh, it only gives our power away. And so we need more people that are really tuned into their soul power. And from that level of integrity, integration that I was talking about, from the level of wholeness, then you bring everything to the table and not just, okay, let's just get by. You know, that that's not the world we are moving into anymore. And there's a, a lot of suffering that could have been avoided if more people uh, are awake and functioning from soul. So that's that's the background of my company. It's, it's frustration that how can people just give their power away? Okay. So I found a reference to a customer facing login on your website. However, I couldn't find the login. So why an online course? Ah, uh, yeah. So one, because if you were anything like me, you think you are a know-it-all. I already know it. 
But if you already know it, how come there's no change? How come you're stuck? How come you're miserable, right? So I started with a book. I started then, you know, a $9.99 book. Or some even a dollar. Remember those 99 cent ebook? <laughs> yeah, On Amazon, so from yeah. Nine, from 99 cents to a 9.99 book to a weekend training to a six-month training. So it it was a progression for me. So an online course allows you to have access to me. Um, but not everyone is ready to dive deep. You know, we're, we're constantly treading water. It's the safest, the safest, the safe. So online courses are no brainer. It's low cost. And uh, um, I think it's going to give you a bang for your buck if you are in it, if you are all in. Now, do you also do one-on-one uh, -on -one training? Yes, definitely. That's the bulk of what I do is one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we live in an information age right now. Uh, you know, we think we know it. I'm going to say it again. We think we know it, right? Intellectually, we understand it. But how come we revert to old behaviors? How come we keep giving our power away? So do you consider your, your, uh, your online course, your training, do you consider that a subscription course or a subscription business? I'm on my way to that. I don't think, oh, I'm in the process of collecting, you know, everything that I've done, you know, interviews like this, um, trainings that I've done and collecting them all into one space. And then maybe I will go into a subscription service. Then they have a whole resources, a library of uh, resources that they can access. Tess, you know, it's hard to sell anything online or um, Tell streaming. me about it. <laughs> so how do you get busy executives? How do you get their attention? Wow. So I sell by education. Uh, you know, we've got, I said, we've been indoctrinated. So what I'm doing is re-indoctrinating people to what they're missing out on, which is their self, their happiness, their joy, uh, their wholeness, right? So we talk about soul power all the time. And, and that draws in people who are ready to step into that. So we people already know, okay, people are awakening, people are this and that, but how do you bring to integrity your whole self and no longer function from that all over the place, not enoughness space, but your whole self integrated. So I indoctrinate people to start thinking about that. And when that message, you know, lands, oh my God, I want to work with you. And you are right. It's, it's really, it's a highly competitive world and there's a lot of technologies and, you know, we need a lot of experts like you to bring that genius to life. And uh, especially if uh, your messaging is out there, you know, it's not a popular thing or it's so new people, you know, she must be crazy. Um, but yeah, especially with censorship too, I am highly censored. And so those are the things that, um, but here's the thing, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. 
And a lot of my clients, I don't know how they find me, but somehow they find me and sign up with me. So once they found you, what kind of results can they expect? Hmm. So my target audience has been in personal development, has been in soul searching, is wanting to improve their family, their relationships. It's not just the business. So corporate professionals, executives, you know, is trained to look at the bottom line. But what if you can contribute to the bottom line without sacrificing your family life? What if you can have a great family life without sacrificing yourself. So that's where I come in. How can you achieve all the accomplishments that you are here to achieve? How can you show the world your best self without denying your soul, without denying parts of you that need healing? So what are the results that they get from coaching session, your soul power, you know, your spark, you're turned on your life. You know, you're, you're not just, you know, head in the sand, uh, avoiding what will upset the apple cart, but you're there leading the change. You're leading change in your own life, in your own self. You're leading all parts of you, the competitive part of you and the nurturer part of you right? You're leading your children, you're leading your family, you're leading in the church without sacrificing yourself. You know, when you're awake, self-sacrificing feels a lot like mortal sin. It's a crime against yourself. So Tess, what is a master strategy coach? Um, So I was trained in a variety of coaching styles coaching um, skills, right? So there's uh, what they call this uh, accountability coaching where you want to lose weight? Okay, I'll help you. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, whipping, <laughs> whipping you up into shape. I, I'm that uh, accountability. Drill sergeant. Drill sergeant. Drill sergeant, yeah. There's also behavioral assessment where, okay, well, why... Um, why are my tendencies like this? Why am I different from you, Zach? When we're in the same circumstances, why do you behave differently than I do? It's learning to understand your behavioral uh, tendencies and not make it wrong. Really understanding yourself. Why do you behave the way you do different from others, right? Some are more dominant, some are more assertive, some are more laid back. Um, Then you understand that and you stop the comparing yourself to others. And really, you know, for me, that is knowing your, your learning your tendencies, your motivations, your drive is is a key to self-love and soul power. Now, master strategy coaching or strategic intervention is more holistic. It's everything, everything that I've talked about. It's your behavior, it's your trauma, it's your future, it's your goals. It's really a complete shift 
from your old self functioning from fear to your future self, the one that you came here to be. But because of society indoctrination, um, you know, repressions and, and all that, denying of oneself, we limit our capability, our own soul's fulfillment to this is it. Don't go anywhere. Anywhere else is not safe. <laughs> but master strategy coaching teach you to the tools and also breaks it down for you so that you go from cognitive understanding of who you are to an embodiment of, oh my God, I meant to be more. My soul is calling me and my soul is anguished when it doesn't do what it's meant to do when I am uh, not being my true self. As we start to wrap up, Tess, is there anything you wish more people would ask you? Yes. How do I speak up? How do I stop being complacent? How do I feel at peace in my body, in my heart, in my soul? And not just the temporary relief. A lot of the teaching out there is just for coping mechanism. We're, we're being taught coping skills because this is it. This is what the card, the card that life dealt you. Deal with it. Excuse me? <laughs> right? So I want you to go beyond coping mechanism to really owning the whole of you everything about you, your everything, the dark, the light, your mind, your heart, your soul, your ego. Your, our ego uh, was made wrong for a long time, but we need the ego for that hunger for more. And, you know, uh, don't talk spiritual. Spiritual is foo-foo and this and that. But if we deny that, we become puppets on a string without our spirit someone else is leading us and you know what that what is leading us money in the bank or diplomas on the wall that's what's leading us because there's a void deep inside so how do you stop that how do you stop being a puppet on a string so know Tess, thyself how do i get beyond the coping mechanism yeah, so we'll start. I'll go. I'll, I'll remind you of the first two tips that I gave, and there's more to that, right? So one, quiet the mind. The mind is always there to protect you, but sometimes overprotectiveness limits us. You, do you remember your parents saying no to you? No, don't jump. Don't jump from the chair, right? Then you don't know your own capability. Do you have what it takes? You know, are you going to break your leg? Maybe not. Maybe yes, maybe no. But even if you break your leg, you know, then then you learn your own resilience and, and ability to heal your leg, right? It, it teaches you something. So quiet the mind. The mind is very protective. But if you take leadership, this is soul-powered leadership, you have to take leadership and say the mind, hey, you need to work with me. It's not the other way around. We always believe our mind 
and it leads us to things that we regret later on, right? So quiet the mind. The mind is there to protect you. Give it ammunition, give it all the resources, give it all the information it needs, you know, like, like the ebook, like the course, like the subscription. The mind needs all that to quiet and then learn to trust you as the soul powered self, right? That you are not going to lead yourself to stupid mistakes. That's, that's all what the mind wants to do. But you need to quiet it down and talk to it and, and treat it like you're the leader and it, the mind is not the boss. I, I can't highlight that enough. Relax your nervous system, right? Relax your nervous system. Know your patterns. Know the patterns that keep you stuck, keep you small, keep you in struggle. And then trust your spirit. Trust your spirit. And when you combine all that, that's your answer right there. Integration. No parts left behind. Do you have anything on the horizon, you know, that you're willing to talk to us about? Mm. There's a lot of things on the horizon. I am committed to speaking to, with all the, the censorship going on right now, it's, it's as if the world is on a conspiracy to dumb down human consciousness, to accept that this is all we are. You know, stay in your own lane. You know, don't even question what's going on, right? It's it's always dumbing down human consciousness and normalizing fear. What's on the horizon? Soul power. I don't know what that completely looks like. And it's not just up to me. It really is up to the individual, to each human being, to find that source within themselves, to stop relying outside of themselves and really tuning into deep within and start, you know, spark it up, spark the light, spark the inspiration, uh, spark the intuition. And with the intuition and inspiration and ideas that we are divine human beings, that's what's in the horizon. We are divine human beings. And that's my message to the world. Whether that be subscription service, how I'm going to reach more people, um, it's unfolding. Is it scary? Yeah. Is it uncomfortable? Yeah. But that's what's on the horizon. I'm going to keep speaking up because you know what? Censorship, I do not bow down to tyranny. So that's what I want to share about you. They can try to silence me, but I will not be silenced. And I will not be complacent to the dumbing down of human consciousness. What's the best way to reach you on social media or to follow what you're doing? Uh, <laughs> I, I just deleted uh, several 50 videos of mine from YouTube because of the censorship. Uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook is also restricting uh, my reach, right? So I'm heavily censored and restricted. LinkedIn would be a good way. LinkedIn has not a strike <laughs> stricken against me so far. But really the best thing is to just go to uh, soulpoweredleaders.com, bookmark it. Um, 
have a conversation with me, uh, let me know your thoughts. Email me at tessatessvergara.com. Um, I share a lot of resources on my website. And uh, when I do come up with new courses, it'll be there. And I promise you, Zach, the login information will be there too. <laughs> <laughs> Tess, thank you so much for joining us on the Subscription Maker Podcast. Thank you so much, Zach. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is your host, Zachary Alexander. Please join us next time as we talk about what it takes to run a small subscription business.